So the cool thing about podcasts is that they're free. You can just go on your phone, go on your computer, subscribe, listen, and you get all of this amazing content. Hot content. Hot, hot content delivered straight to your ears. But it takes a lot of time. takes a lot of money for, for us. For us to be giving you this hot content. So if you appreciate it, if you appreciate what we're doing, we would appreciate it if you would subscribe to our Patreon where you can give a small or large or large donation every month. A dollar, five dollars, five thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. You can give ten thousand dollars a month. We're not going to put a limit to how much money you can give us to to make this thing keep going. Nothing feels better than giving. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So go to betaselpodcast.com forward slash supporters. You can see people who are supporting us now. Thank you, James and Megan. And click a link to go and support us. And if you do, you'll get some sweet beta cell swag. Maybe you'll get and a whatever shout else you out. Want. Whatever else you want. Anything you want. Ask us what you want. If you want it, we'll give it. We'll, g- <laughs> we'll do whatever. Whatever you want. Thank you in advance. Thank you. Thank you. Just a quick warning before we start. There might be bad language. He's talking to me. Actually. There's probably going to be bad language. Um, We're not going to bleep it because that seems unfair to you. So just a warning. (laughs) So Craig. So Laura. We haven't seen each other in two weeks. I know. I can't get the smile off my face. This is out of range. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. This is your weekly show where we talk about. I guess it's not weekly. No, we tried. We really did try. This is your show about where we talk about real things, diabetes. Mm -hmm. Last week was a holiday, though. It was Fourth of July, so the week before. Give us a break. (laughs) We're back. We get holidays too. We're back. That's what matters. And a lot has happened in two weeks. Holy cow! It has. What's happened with you? You know, it's funny when people ask me if I've ever had, uh, quote, diabetes burnout. And I always say, no, like, it's... What is diabetes burnout? I feel like it's when you just um, want to give up. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Give up on diabetes? I think it's when you just... It's like depression? Focus on diabetes. I think so, yeah. Does it... Specific depression. Okay, and does it weed into other things in your life? Yes. <laughs> and what causes it? Diabetes Anything. burnout. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, but what not being able burnout? to stay in control. Okay. Is how I would sum so that up. So have you had burnout before? Yes. <laughs> and I'm never sure. I'm never sure. And I always think I've felt the worst of it and that it hasn't been that bad. And then I'll like feel it. And then I'm like, fuck is this what I mean because I'm never I mean you don't know for sure if that's yeah, there's no way to like what diagnose. diabetes burnout is this last what I just one has it only been one week where I've been feeling so it's been a long week absolutely hopeless when with this start? disease it was like last week it was like 4th of July week 4th of July it was actually I think it was on the 4th of July we're recording on a Wednesday now 
Yes. And it pretty much ended yesterday, days. right? And it probably started like last Tuesday-ish. But it feels like so much longer because when you're in this like dark time, all the negative is just at the forefront of your mind or it was at the forefront of my mind anyway. But 4th of July is my favorite holiday. Really? I don't know why. I love fire. I love watching fireworks. I love the movie The Sandlot. I think it's yeah. like this weird, just like American dream. And I know it was like really controversial this year because everyone's like, why are we celebrating being American with all this stuff happening? Yeah. But I didn't want that to be taken away from like watching the fireworks. So we like stayed in. I mean, so the night before I went to the Hollywood Cemetery and watched Thelma and Louise and it was one of the best nights of my life. I think I had this like really hot, like good night. And then the next day on the 4th, we had some friends over and had this like very calm relaxing pool party and then we go to watch it was hot yeah oh my god it was like 90 degrees maybe more so we go to watch the fireworks like three what would you say that's like three blocks from my house to this like really beautiful bridge where you can see downtown LA and I decided I went low ate a bunch of sugar before you went? Before I went. And then I was like, I just want like f- a couple minutes of freedom, which I thought freedom would mean me leaving my insulin at home three blocks away. It was nothing major. And so we sit down to watch the fireworks. I'm with all of my best friends. Well, you weren't there. <laughs> well, I'm with some close friends. We like put this blanket down. As soon as the fireworks start going off and I'm so excited, I get an alert on my watch and I'm double already double arrows up like 270 double up and I just sat there the whole time and my Garrett with the whole Garrett was like do you want me to run and get the stuff and I didn't want to take away his holiday you didn't want to be a burden of course so I'm like no listen to episode two of, ba- <laughs> of out of range I was like no I'm gonna be fine I'm gonna be fine and so I was like taking turns watching the fireworks and like trying to enjoy them and then looking at my watch and going higher and higher and higher and eventually I came down on my own while okay. we were still there, but that didn't take away from the fact that you were thinking about it the whole the time. Inti- and not even like the kind where we've mentioned on the last podcast where it's always in the back of your head. Like this was in the front of my head. <laughs> this wasn't on like the back burner of me, like thinking about it. I The entire time I was distracted and I was so angry that. Do you think you were in burnout before this or was this really the moment that like. I don't know. Maybe there were little things like turned. creeping up, okay. but this was. I mean, that was a bad moment, but then the next day, I mean, then just like after that, everything. I, I couldn't. It's like I forgot how to function as a type 1 diabetic. And then that just turned into frustration and that turned into anger and I like hated myself. Well, what was happening? Can you describe it? <sighs> um, I mean, I would wake up and eat the same thing. And it it felt like I was really sensitive to every decision I was making. So I like woke up and ate my normal breakfast and got my two units and I'd be double arrows down. So then I'd be driving to work with these double arrows down so then I'd be eating sugar and then I'd get to work and then I'd be what felt like quadruple arrows up and just like shooting up into space. Hmm. So then I would get insulin and then it'd be dropping. It was like nothing I did was right. You couldn't. I couldn't level. Like, you couldn't be no. Flat. And still, it. I mean, still, the, these last seven days, I don't know when I've seen like a straight arrow because I'm just either shooting up or shooting down. And we were talking about how 
I mean, the de- I mean, but I've been testing every time too, so I know that my Dexcom isn't incorrect. But it just seems to be working so fast. Like, what was I yeah. saying? Like, I'll be double up and I'll get one unit, and then the next thing I know, I'm drop like I'm down, like a down arrow. Yeah. There's not even like a give me time like, to breathe. Like, and then come down. I feel like I can't come up. Like, I've been drowning and I can't come up for air, and it just I. It doesn't make it doesn't put me in this mood where I'm like I want to figure this out. It just makes me really frustrated. Want to give and up? like yeah. I mean I don't I just don't know what to do. Like like I wrote this post about it. How I feel like I always feel like I have this advantage because I I did grow up with this disease and I've been able to figure out what works and what doesn't and what I what I'm supposed to do. And I hear these horror stories of these people getting diagnosed and not given very much information about what they're supposed to do and like being sent home on their way and it's like okay good luck and I act I feel like I was given this new disease and they're like we're not going to tell you what it's called we're not going to tell you the symptoms we're not going to tell you what happens but like good luck trying to figure out how to stay healthy and it's so it's such an extreme feeling for a disease that I've been so familiar with for so long I just feel like I have part of it it's like the rules have changed and no one told you they were going to change. But did they change, or why? I like, don't know. why are they changing? Like n- everything, nothing I do. Works. I mean, I was blaming the heat because I had I've had some crazy days, and I feel like the heat. I don't know. It makes you more sensitive. Yeah. If you're not drinking enough water, you get dehydrated, and that makes you go high. And I, yeah. like, does the heat make your insulin? If your insulin's sort of warm, does Maybe. it not work as well? And. I wish I had an answer. There was another day at the pool in this past week, and I was like, finally, like, this is a good day. And I was, like, coasting, like, I don't know, probably in the upper 100s, which is where I wanted to be at. And then we, everyone ordered pizza, and I was like, I can have one piece of pizza. So I had this big piece of pizza, and I got insulin for 30 grams, which is what I would normally do. How big was this piece of pizza? It was big. I don't know. Okay. It was 30 grams worth. It's like a pizza. I don't know. I had one slice. I got three units. It was, like, probably the first instant I had all day. And then, like, within 30 minutes, I was 40. And then the rest of the um, night was spent. But, like, but then in my head, I'm like, I know. was spent what? You got to finish that. Treating sentence. my lows. Sorry. Treating my lows. Like, these extreme lows. And I couldn't stay up. And also, that's another fucking all thing. Night. When I'm low now, I'll be, like, 70. And then I'll be dropping. So I have a fruit strip. And I'm b- trying to be so patient. And then I wait for it to come up. So then I'll be like, okay, I'm at 90. And then what 20 minutes go by and then I drop again so then I drink chocolate milk and then I go up and then I drop again it's like what can I possibly be doing to not be dropping after these lows again like I had chocolate milk I had juice I had fruit strips I was doing protein with it I was like going back in my head and like thinking all these hacks how to stay up I one time I ate an entire sandwich and I'm like okay well at least this will stabilize me and I dropped after and I, it's like, I feel like there's like this demon in this like monster in my body and it just is like out to ruin my life right now. And it's like nothing I do. What did I say? Like that YouTube video where that person, anything they have in their hand, in their that person hand. like swats out of their hand. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm just trying to enjoy five minutes with my friends. And they're like, nope, I'm just trying to be happy. Nope. I'm just trying to drive to work for 25 minutes. I'm like, nope, you can't even do that. Like I, there's nothing that I can experience right now that isn't like completely ruined from diabetes and it's just like robbing every moment of my life lately and then I think I'm like well is it in my head like am I just if I wasn't so stressed out about it would I like the stress is making it worse (sighs) I don't know maybe it's this cyclical thing where you get stressed out and then 
the stress causes Maybe it highs. probably is. And then how do you not get stressed out when you're stressed? But like, stressed? what do I, and then I get mad at myself because I'll be 300 or like, oh my God, this is another thing. I keep going to bed at a normal number and then I wake up and I'll have been 250 the entire night long. So then I'll wake up at like uh, two hours before my alarm or I'll wake up at like five or 6 a.m. So what do I do? I get a correction because that's what I do when I'm over 250, especially when I'm not ready to wake up yet. So I got this, I get a correction. And then by the time I wake up, I'm low. So then I spend all morning trying to come up and then eat and then wonder when I'm going to get insulin for my breakfast. So then if I don't get insulin for my breakfast, I end up shooting up. But if I do get insulin for my breakfast, I'm talking like one or two units, guys. Then I end up double down again on my way to work, thinking I'm going to be late, having to eat everything in arm's reach on my way. It's just like I can't win. Have you felt this way now that I've just talked for the first 25 minutes? Have you? Oh, more me. Do you remember any experiences of having this kind of diabetes burnout in the past? No, this is the worst it's ever been. I'm just like, when I think about diabetes, I get like, I think it is stress. It is this like cycle. Cause I can't, how do I, it's like, it doesn't make, I just like when things make sense. And, and it doesn't make and sense. And this right doesn't now. make sense. Like, and I, like, like I've talked about before, I'm not covered for half unit anything. So it's frustrating when one morning I get two units for something, I go low. So the next day I'll get one unit for it and then go high. And it's like, well, what are my options? Like, I feel like I have no options. It's like I either you could go back to vials and I didn't I know but I just half. switched back and like was happy on pens again and then my fuck I got this new endocrinologist I haven't I I mean I tried to make an appointment and your insurance just it's, changed the insulin that my you're insurance be changed on. insulin again I've been trying to make an appointment with this new endo for the past like four months and every time I make it they call me days before saying she's out of town well this last call saying she doesn't even work there anymore oh. so now they're setting me up with another doctor at the end of August so. Sometimes I also feel like I'm just doing this all on my own. I'm like, wait, people do, because I've had terrible experiences with endos after when I became an adult, if I ever became an adult. TBD. And sometimes I'm like, I'm do, like, we're all on our own. This is like, this is, it's just us being our own advocates and doctors. But, but we I'm kind like, of are all the time. Yeah, I but mean, yes, there are people like, you help. have a great doctor, Craig. I do. And I don't, and it's like when I, even when I know. But like, I only see my doctor every three months. I know. And she's great when I see her and I can email her at any time and she can help me. But if I sit down, if I make dinner, you know, earlier tonight and I make salmon and I, coated in brown sugar or whatever <laughs> secret ingredient I use, I have to figure out, I can't send her a picture I know, and say, but you do have that one, one other person, like professional quote, yeah. unquote. And I already know that my doctors with this new insurance are, ju are just not even used to type one diabetes. I mean, that's the experience I've had. I don't know this new one. But I already know, like, before I go, that I plan to go to my pharmacy and find out my prescriptions and walk into this guy and say, this is what I need. Like, I'm really only going to get my prescriptions renewed. We're not talking about doctors right now. I'm just saying that's, like, another thing where I'm, like, I don't even have that. I don't even have a you have doctor. Nothing. You have <laughs> no safety net. You're on, like, the high wire. And if you fall, I'm just like tired. No one's gonna catch you. And it's like a tired of like it's yes, I'm asleep because I've had these countless sleepless nights. But it's like a tired that I've never been able to, that I've never felt before. Like I can't even describe it. It's like every 
part of me is just done, like exhausted. So when I was diagnosed, I was 13. And that year, I went to diabetes camp. Do you, want, you went to diabetes camp, right? Yeah, I went to Camp Conrad. I went to a couple, actually. Yeah, I went to a few. Okay. But not for the last, I mean, it's been, wow. And for me, I don't know. I my, my memories are very vague. But I feel like I was also young. So it's like you don't remember things right. when you're 13. And also, like, diabetes was very new. Like, I was still kind of figuring it out. Um, I don't know. All I remember is that they, we all had to use like their meter. Like they had a specific meter we had to use and we had to use those like disposable lancets like you, mm. they use in the doctor's office, which just hurt. And every time I kept thinking like, why do I have to use these stupid things? They hurt so much. I, re- I felt, I think I felt that too. Um, but otherwise, like, it's not like we went to like diabetes, like, I don't know sessions it was just camp we just all had diabetes and we all had to line up to test our blood sugar before we ate or something like that um and then i might have talked about this before but then you know i really didn't know anyone with diabetes like no one in my middle school high school there was like one person i knew um who weirdly had the same birthday as me, this girl. Interesting. I know. What's her name? Do you still talk to her? No. Oh. I feel like I should. Yeah, I'd have to find her. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was a long time ago. We had the same homeroom as well. It was very weird. The same what? Like homeroom. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Twin flames. Went to college, knew no one. And it wasn't until after I graduated that I like got in touch with the Young Leadership Committee in Los Angeles through GDRF, started meeting people. But I feel like as far as burnout, I don't, I feel like it was a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it was full burnout, but you tell me what, if you think I was burnout, but it was just that kind of just tired of diabetes. I guess this was our last episode, right? Yeah. And I think, like, yeah, you, we go through phases. And it's weird. I mean, I'm very OCD, as you know. hmm <laughs> So I do feel like when things aren't working right, like, it's, it's really hard for me to, like, pin down what it is because I count all of my carbs. I weigh all of my food. I count my calories, my steps, like... <laughs> Everything, I have the data for everything. So when things don't work the way they should, I get really frustrated. Um, And there's so many things that could be happening. It's hard to figure out what. Is it a bad site? And do I wait, you know, three days and then change my infusion site and hope things get better and just have bad numbers for three days? Is it the heat? Is it this and that? But I can't remember ever feeling frustrated there's one time in my life where i remember just feeling frustrated from diabetes when i was a i was a kid i must have been in high school and i remember i like i had a pen and i and i gave myself an injection for like lunch it was like a weekend or a summer or something because i was home and i pulled it out and you know sometimes like just all the insulin just like comes Mm -hmm. out and it just like all came out and i was just like well 
fuck. I have <laughs> no idea how much insulin I just got. I'm just, just picturing little Craig cussing right now. <laughs> squirted everywhere, right? It was just insulin everywhere. And I was I didn't want to take another shot because right. I didn't know if I was going to overball. So I was just like, I'm not eating lunch. And I was just so angry. And that's the only time I remember being frustrated. Wow. And I feel like before I was involved in the type one community, and to be fair, up until a few years ago, I don't, there really wasn't a type one community. The, before Instagram. Wait, what do they call it? The DOC. D-O-C. Diabetes Online Community. Yeah, I didn't even, I just recently heard that term. I So this is a pretty recent thing. Like there weren't, like even back when people were going to camp, you'd go to camp for what, a week? And then you wouldn't see anyone for a year? And then right, because we brought our disposable cameras and like, we'd be like... <laughs> yeah, what would you do, like write postcards <laughs> yeah. to each other? Yeah. I guess you could call on the phone. People used to do that. There were cell phones then, Craig. I don't think there were cell phones. <laughs> yeah. Soon after... Okay, you may be right. You're right. Yeah, you'd have to call on your landline. And your dial, mom would pick up, up the phone and be like, who are you talking to? Like, Get mom, off the phone. I my camp friend. <laughs> No, we never did that. I have a that. funny camp story. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> and and so I feel like the diabetes life, not, not work-life balance, I, but I the diabetes life at. balance mm-hmm. was much more in the life category. Yes. Because, and this was also, for me at I least. I love what you're saying right now. Pre-pump. Pre-Dexcom. Pre-data overload. Pre-data overload. Pre-doc. Pre-knowing Pre-comparisons. <laughs> and so I would just, you know, you test your blood sugar six times a day, if that. I wake up. You're so right, Craig. I test my blood sugar for breakfast. I say, oh, I'm 165. I'm going to eat 30 grams. I give my, I go click, 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 four units. Get that. I eat. And then four hours later, six hours later, it's lunchtime. I'm in the nurse's office at school. Oh, I'm 132. Going to eat 40 grams. Click, 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 click. Give the shot. Go eat. Mm. Go to class. Come home. Dinner time. Oh, 98. Click, 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 <laughs> give the shot, eat dinner, hang out. Oh, maybe I want some ice cream before bed. Click, 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 <laughs> give the shot. <laughs> and that was it. And now it's on my watch. And I can look at it, except right now when I'm in warm up. <sighs> Same. I don't know why we're always in warm up. I we know. Was I think a it makes idea. it better because we don't focus on our blood sugar. <laughs> That's while we're recording it's a great idea people always say they want us to disagree but I'm like so in agreement with you so So it's it's now it's relentless the diabetes and maybe I don't even know my control I mean it's hard to know because without because you didn't have the information we didn't have the information to know if our control is good but you know I've been in the sixes somewhere pretty much my whole life. Do you know what? I always describe like what it, I mean, like usually, okay, sorry, a little off. 
Okay. I, people ask me what it feels like when I get shots, and I'm always like, it's kind of like a bee sting. And I just realized that with all of this technology and with our alerts on our watches and which, with getting alerts from friends, now I feel like it's an actual bee that just like won't, that's just flying around you. And, and you're, you're like trying to away. work. And you're like, get away, get away. And then like you move over and it comes back and finds you. Stings and you're like, you no, like I just need a second. And it's just like in your car. And you're like, can you just leave me? Like, yeah. why are you following me? I feel like that's what the over not even diabetes but just like all of this fucking technology which is good i mean it's a my my a1c was good and i will be the first one to admit that a1c is stupid listen to episode one of out of it and it could be that i in between my those meals those little clickings from my pens Mm -hmm. i was shooting up really high and then coming back down because i wasn't pre-bolusing or I was going I'm sure low were, yeah. and, you know, but now it's like I'm always looking at it and I'm like, oh, my God, I went up six points. He really does five this. Minutes. He really does this. And I think, OK, should I give a little bit of insulin or do I wait? Should I wait five minutes and see? And I'm like, OK, I still went up six. I should give a little bit. And then it's like, OK, I leveled off. How is anyone supposed to follow the two-hour rule with a five-minute update? Yeah, and I said that's a good point. And I said this here, where it's three hours, isn't it? Well, insulin's in you three hours, but yeah, I even heard four hours. But it's supposed to be like you're supposed to wait two hours after eating to test again after getting insulin to see where you're at. That's true. But when I eat, and thirty minutes later, I'm double arrows up. There's nothing inside me that's saying just leave it for another two hours. Because or you, you an see hour. the arrow and you're like, oh, I'm 180. So I, with yeah. A slide up and arrow, so I've been eating. It might come down. I've been eating. And then. And if it doesn't, then you feel bad like I should have corrected it. Right. So I've been eating and then within the hour, been going so high and then getting insulin and then just plummeting. But this is just part of the problem, I think. Sure. This is the data. This is the pump. This is like tweaking and whatnot. And I know when I first got my Dexcom, it was literally staring at it and just every five minutes thinking. I have an experiment. Oh, my God. I went down five points. I need to change my basal. And literally every five minutes I would change my basal for a week. We are so Until my doctor was like, Craig, you have 40 basal changes. (laughs) Just get rid of them all. You don't know what you're doing. You're not allowed to do any of this anymore. I have a... But it's, it's everything else as well. I have an idea about okay. this, though. But about see, I'm already doubting my own idea when I'm about to say this. Yeah, so the rule is, what? So you test, you see what you're about to eat, you get insulin, and then you eat. And then you're supposed to wait yeah. at least two hours until you test. What if we tried <laughs> going a day where we do that? No. But Craig, listen. I'm not going to do it. But listen, I know, but listen. My only doubt in that is that if I'm going low, obviously, I'm going to have sugar. But I wonder if I ate, saw it going up, didn't do anything. If I know, like say it's like a meal that I know that I got exactly enough insulin for. See if I go up and then don't do anything. I'm kind of good at this. When when it's a weekday at work, because I work out at lunchtime every day. My lunch, noon to one, I work out. And then I just eat at my desk while I work. And so I know... After 9 o'clock, I can't take insulin because between 9 and 12, it's at three hours that the insulin is going to be me. And so if I'm high at 10, 30, 11 o'clock and I give insulin, 
as soon as I start working out, I'm going to go low, which means before I work out, I then have to just eat. And it seems stupid to just like give myself in something to eat right. right before I work out and then hope it all works out. So I'll just stay high and I'll just be like, okay, maybe I won't eat before I work out or I'll do a lower, I won't temp basil as much or temp basil at all. And I kind of figure it out that way. So knowing I'm going to work out kind of forces me to do that. But I'm still looking at it. And we're different where I'm not on a pump, so I don't have t- a temp. I can't yeah. temp basil. I get one long acting, two long yeah. acting shots a day. But I do wonder, because it's clear that I'm doing something wrong, and I think maybe it is all based off of my Dexcom information. And it's not that it's wrong, because I've been testing like crazy to make sure that it's right and it's right. Yeah. But there has got to be a reason why when I'm shooting up and I get insulin, I come down. It's because, hello, I just got insulin before. And I do definitely have a problem with stacking because I don't know yeah. what is still in my body. Like people with You'd a like to journal it or use an app. To yeah, like, I'm not going to do that, though. That's the problem. Adding more work to my diabetes. To remember, then you have to remember when you give insulin to not give it for another two hours. Right. You know what? I would be curious. I think I should try a day. Or half a day, waiting half a day. Two, two hours. Yeah, at least long. like one meal. At least That's like, like <laughs> breakfast to okay, lunch. Okay, well, hey, you gotta start somewhere. Maybe between breakfast and lunch, unless I'm like under seventy. Don't do even anything. don't do anything. Like just don't. If I have my piece of toast that has fifteen grams of carbs and my two eggs, like I do every single morning, and I get my two units. And then I start freaking out, and then I'm in the car, and I see a down arrow, and then I eat, and then I go low. Like, you know what I mean? Why don't I just see what my body is trying to do it's to realize that it's not out to get me, and that I'm pretty much out to get it with the way that I've been manipulating? I think that would help. I think it'd be a good experiment. But? But I think there's another part of this problem. I know what you're about to say right now. The diabetes online community. <laughs> the doc. The doc. The infamous DOC. It's that it's not just we're looking at our watches all the time and we're like aware of our diabetes on a level that I wasn't before until. Like hyper aware. Five, six something years ago. It's that I literally, you literally can't escape diabetes talk. Breathe. If you go on any social media, or for me, if I text anyone I know, because everyone I know has diabetes, we're always going to talk about be talking about diabetes. Or even if you're not talking about diabetes, you know the other person has diabetes, (laughs) (laughs) which somehow just makes it the same. Like if I just text you about anything, I'm like, wait, can I tell you a weird confession? Yeah, let's confession this. I think, okay, we haven't seen each other for two weeks. This needs to be like a new segment <laughs> that we have. Confessions. No, listen, and I felt bad. I thought Outer about this earlier. And this, because I don't want you to, it's like I have been so angry at diabetes and I knew that seeing you, and I wasn't like purposefully, oh no, I wasn't like intentionally. I don't think you should say anything no. that you can't take Listen, back. I wasn't intentionally like avoiding you, but I do know oh that around God. you, diabetes is like an intensified thing, and I couldn't even handle it enough for myself that I was like, 
I know that when we hang out, it's like we can't help it. It's just like a natural thing. And I think I was just like avoiding everything diabetes. And I feel really bad when I think I put you in that category. Please don't hate me. Please keep doing this podcast. <laughs> you have to understand where I'm coming from. It is. It's like our group chat. We It's Craig James and I. And like you said, we, we go we go a long time without talking about it, but we all have it. So it's like this thing that's living in the chat. And I just like couldn't. Oh, my God. Are you? you this has me. been out of range. <laughs> no. I'm Craig. That's Laura. No, we're not signing off. Let's talk through this. You have to understand no, what I'm I saying. It. It's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It sucks that my best friends have diabetes is what I'm if saying. I, if I could get rid of it, I would. I'm sorry. Craig said that he wished he could take my diabetes from me earlier this week. And I said, you can't. You already have it. Yeah, I don't know. Would you double your diabetes? Yeah. No, what would that even mean? <laughs> what would that mean? Twice as much insulin? Time double. I don't know. Would that be type Anyway, two? that was I my little thing ones? saying, because you're right. It is this thing where even if you just text your friends, they have it. If you go on Instagram and we both have, I mean, you have your just my type. It's literally all <laughs> diabetics. Yeah. Um, I follow people on my personal because I'm friends with a lot of people with diabetes. Yeah, there's a, weird, have, there's a crossover. Sell, we've got this podcast and we're always trying to think of what we should be talking about. And so there's no escaping that. I mean, I've type one run as well. I mean, literally hundreds of notifications a day on Facebook because every single one of our 99, hopefully soon to be 100, we'll have a big party, chapters around the world I'm a member of. So every time someone does anything in any one of those (laughs) groups, I get a notification. So I feel like... I could have friends who have had been married, had three kids, and have died, and I would have missed all of the notifications. It's like how diabetes takes away from life. It's taking away from... It's literally taking away from my life. It literally is. Because it's just so much stuff. This is what I... Do you experience that? Yeah. (laughs) Because you... Oh, my God. Probably have that on a... I don't know. I feel like I'm in touch with a lot of people with type 1, but I feel like you're in touch with everyone with type 1. Everyone, no. Uh, but I feel like you're... Just 30,000. <laughs> 34. 30, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, Scratch I that. think... No, 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 no. But listen, here's the thing. I think you're so much more... I mean, okay. First, let me do say Uh-oh. that I do respond to every single DM that I have ever received. Um, I can't say that with com- comments. But I feel like for you, you're so much more personally... Like, these are... You, your friends and I, these are my followers you know what I mean a lot of them are my friends but I don't have 34 what are you kidding me? I don't have thou- yeah. thousands of friends so it's not like it's different for me it's not like a personal relationship with everyone that I'm messaging and for you I feel like it's like a deeper personal connection and yeah. when I don't know these people they're just people on the, the other side of a phone it's like less energy, but I guess the amount. Here's what I was just thinking when you were talking. I wish that there was a way to only receive like these diabetes notifications, like for a designated time of the day. You could just sign out of your account and then just sign I in. I can't. I mentally can't. What do you, mean you mentally can't? <laughs> like I can't do just that. Just sign off. 
But I'm Maybe that's miss, what you should what do. What if I miss out on something? What are you going to miss out on? What if someone needs me? <laughs> what are they going to need? People are in need all the time. But if you check one hour a day, are those... If but no, 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 Craig. No, here it's, no, and this, listen, listen. We talked about this because I just talked to someone. I don't, I'm not going to say her name. Who leaves an hour a day to respond to her DMs, and I was like, oh my god, this is the answer to all my prayers. Just go on for an hour a day and get back to everyone. If I were to wait all day and not check the messages, and then at the say the end of the day, log on. The amount of messages that I'd have to get through, I feel like, is more overwhelming than me. Like, I like doing one by one, check them as they come in and respond as they come in. So it's another catch twenty two. I'm like, I can't like, log on and then try to get back to everyone. Do you want this diabetes like prodding? I guess I don't have to get back to everyone the in the same day. <laughs> or do you want to just like com- compress that into just like? Your would, diabetes hour. Is it like compressor? Is like compart compart mm, compartmentalizing? I guess you could use, really use either word. <laughs> I don't think the word matters. It's yeah. I guess you and I both have this weird weird responsibility. I I didn't make this account so that people so that I wouldn't respond to people that were reaching out and having questions you know what i mean like i can't do that and i think i maybe do put it before like put this fucking social media account before my own mental health sometimes where i'm in like the worst possible just my type is killing you yeah you're just my type might be killing me right now i'll be in the worst mood i'm like fuck diabetes i can't do this and then someone messages me like oh i'm having a bad day and then i get right on the phone i'm like you're gonna be fine (laughs) like this happens to everyone and i'm never let me preface i'm never like just you know what i mean i never make it seem like come off away make like a chat bot no, Craig Jesus. That people can just message. Yeah, like you have for type one run. We don't. <gasps> we were we wanted to make one, but we no, never did. No, I don't want to chat. But look, I love every connection that I make. I'm never. I'm never. There's never like a facade of what I'm going through. I'm very honest with everyone, but it is true. Where like it's the last thing I want to think about, and then I get a message, and I'm just like, okay, turn that part off where I'm angry, and talk to this person who needs someone to talk to. And I'm sure that just adds to my own turmoil. <laughs> yeah, but because am I making it for myself? Like, is it really this big task, or am I? Do I, I mean, feel did like you I think have this was going to happen when you started your no. time? Oh yeah. no, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I mean, I don't think I thought it was going to happen with Type One Ron. Oh, I thought you were going to say with what? Me. Oh. I mean, I don't know that either. No, how are we supposed to know? I mean, it's, it's, you don't want to say, oh, I wish it wasn't so big and popular. Let me say that. Obviously, we're happy about that. Yes, we are not complaining about the success. But it's a lot of work. It's so much, it's like a full-time job on top of my full-time job on top of having diabetes. Well, and I think the point we're making right now is that it's not just like a thing we do for fun. And my point is, people think I do it for a living. Okay. And I'm yeah. at work. I'm at my paying job yeah. where I'm working. But I think I think the point that we're that got us to this is that the issue is that it means there's literally no escape from diabetes. 
Also, you can't just like walk. You can't just like go for a walk to the grocery store because you're you just get notifications and, DMs and look, there are ways on to top turn of these, your own diabetes. There are ways to turn these off. And I do follow these. There's plenty of personal accounts that I follow that do their little. How many times have you read a message saying like, hey, guys, I took a break from social media or I'm going to take a break because I'm like really overwhelmed right now. Yeah. I just need to I don't want to st- like I keep grasping for things to post about that are diabetes related. I just want to shift my focus. Yeah. But I that is not my personal account. I, this account is other, I run this account to share other people's stories. And I don't think that's fair for me to say I need to take a break from doing this and then have that like be a disadvantage to the people that are waiting to be featured. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not. So yeah, okay, go ahead and message me saying get one of those scheduling apps. But do you know how long it takes to input every future post? It takes Well, that's just... not the issue, the scheduling. It's the DMs. Right. You'd so... basically be saying, like, that's the easy part. You'd basically but you know what I'm saying? Say, like, I can't just be like, hey, I'm going to take two weeks off from running this account because, I, you know, because I feel be, like this account yeah. isn't, it's not, like, if this were my personal, it'd be a whole different it's story. And also people you. think that this is a whole team running my account. I get, oh my God, the, the messages I get a day saying like, hey guys, or hey, I was like, the, the way that they met, that they were their messages thinking that I have this group of people running my account or where they're surprised that I'm the one that posts all of the photos on there. Yeah. No, <laughs> so here's it's the, just me. So here's there's the, two. Yeah. Like yes, I am a nonprofit. I don't have a board of people working for me. Like, and I don't want to. I'm not. I know I did this myself. I'm not complaining. I I don't. I don't want people to stop messaging me. And I don't. I hope I, no one is getting discouraged about messaging me. This is just like me being honest right now. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, but I don't want I people saying, to like that... try. What? Sorry. Sorry. It's that. And I think I was getting there, and I think I kind of said this without actually saying it, is that before getting really involved and like in, with the diabetes community, I don't think I really knew diabetes burnout was a thing, and I don't think I ever experienced it. And I don't think that the burnout was, for me, just like my blood sugars being bad. I think... Burnout was also, sure, you have bad weeks, you have bad months, whatever, and you get frustrated. But it's also, I think, seeing other people not going through that. Like, oh, I'm high. I don't know why I'm high. Okay, whatever, I correct. I'm high again. Okay, whatever, I correct. And then when you see other people posting their A1Cs at our 5.3, or whatever they are, and you see flat lines, and you just see everyone doing better than you. Because I feel like a lot of social media is people just kind of like showing off whether or not they're well, trying to show a, off because people want to. It's become a curated disease. Yeah, a curated disease. I like that. Oh, thank you. I just that's really good. That. That's gonna be the because name of the we episode. talk about. Do you, I mean, think about this. Social media. Just take away that we were in this like niche category of it Mm -hmm. okay so people take breaks from their regular social media accounts because it gets too much for them just to see other people's daily lives break that down to seeing people's blood sugars every day when you're just still trying to control your own and it's weird because i know when people are going through burnout most of the time the best answer to that is to talk to other people with diabetes and then you realize like oh 
other people go through these tough times too, it's okay. Like when you're going through burnout, you text me and you're like, oh my God, this is awful. And I'm like, yes, I know. Like, let's take this one step at a time. Like, let's take a deep breath. Let's not stress so much. It'll be okay. We're, whereas, so it's like, it's almost like the community causes the problem, but also answers the problem. So what's the, what are we supposed don't to do? Don't get diabetes. So don't, so number one, don't get diabetes. Put the donut down. Because <laughs> this could be you next. So. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, because I get. Well, this goes, I think I like this phrase, a curated disease. Because that's T- the problem. Yeah. <laughs> can, that be our, can that be our motto? Can that be our range? new podcast name? Curated disease. Yeah. Um, because. Yes. Because you, because, <laughs> because as, as much as we think, and this, this goes back to why I started beta cell, whatever it was, two years ago, two and a half years ago. Uh, we both started our babies at the same time. Pretty much at the same time. Yeah. I was, you know, I, I had finally started meeting people with type one. I thought, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like I was meeting, I was actually all these um, people who had older people with type one who had been living with it for years. And I was like, this is so amazing. Like all these things I'm feeling all these people have gone through before. And I was, it was blowing my mind. And then I was going on all these diabetes forums. And all it was was people complaining. Oh, my insurance sucks. Oh, my blood sugar's high. Oh, my blood sugar keeps going low. Blah, blah, blah. And then it was always the same people complaining and the same people like replying with the same things over again. It was like just copy paste. It was like, your blood sugar's high. Talk to your endocrinologist, but you probably need to increase your basal. Oh, you're going low. Talk to your endocrinologist, but maybe you have too much insulin. And I felt like it was this disease where I didn't I didn't know the people behind the handles. All I knew was like, oh, person, this person always complains about this. At diabetes this person <laughs> always complains about that. And what I was finding meeting people in person is I was getting all of that interesting story. I was learning about the people who were doing like really incredible things with type one. And I wasn't Not, just seeing well, were the you people meeting them all in person. The people who were like really inspiring me was in person. Yeah. yeah. I was filming these interviews with them. And so I was like, other people have to experience this too. Like people's, when people go online to like find out about diabetes, it shouldn't, they shouldn't just go to this forum and just see all this crap and all this negativity and then that be their experience. Like they need to hear these real stories. They need to hear people failing and then rising from the ashes and succeeding and doing well and living interesting lives. And I feel like the idea of social media and that we can post these stories 24-7 and show everything, it kind of wants to be that. But at the same time, we're deciding what we want. Right, it's not That's a live feed. How many times do you record a story before you end up posting <laughs> it? Like eight mm-hmm. takes. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea is that it's supposed to seem like 
spontaneous and in the moment in the moment and unrehearsed but no we've done it like eight times before we get the lighting right and the filter right and the timing right and so everything is fake and okay hold so on. you go online and you want to try and feel better but all you're seeing is all these fake things but look, look, look it's look, fake look. highs no, no, it's no. fake lows it's fake emotions no, craig i don't think you can say those are fake look i completely no but craig stooping i completely understand that we choose the, it's like not only are we choosing the blood sugars, we get to choose which bad sugars we post mm-hmm. and which good ones to post. So we're choosing the bad that people get to see. It's like a curated bad too. Yeah. However, that's not fake. I mean, when I post that I'm low all night, that's not fake. I was low all night, but yeah, I get. You were low, but you're deciding when you want to post that. And, and I you're guess you're right. We talked about things. this earlier. The the question is too like what what are we expecting in response? Like I know if I post that I'm low all night. I know the responses that I'm going to get. It's people what telling, else? it's mostly people telling me that they went through the same thing. And I think they're, I think what I'm not trying to sound like this, like saint, but I, I, I tend to only post my bad because I do that too. It is the bad that I choose to post, but I choose to only post my bad because I'd rather reach people and touch people that experience that bad too, than post my hundreds every day. Cause let's be honest, I don't yeah. have that many, but I, I'm not trying to get to those people that are like, Oh, me too. I'm a hundred all the time. Like, I want people to see. Like, my favorite thing is when but I post But at the same time, I'm, if you go online and you're feeling bad and everyone you follow is just posting bad, bad blood sugars, you're Yeah, just you're like, right. And I was going to mention that. Oh, my that God. Or, no, how I am was I going to do that this or, for the rest of my yeah. life when my blood sugar is always going to be bad? You're right. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it, but what? But what? I mean, we did, we did, do, we, these were our ideas to start these projects. And no, we didn't know where they were going. You know what I'm excited for, though? Because the whole reason I started You're Just My Type was, like, the whole point was to, like you said, you saw these handles and you wanted to meet the people behind the handles. Mm-hmm. I met this mom who, and I've told the story before, she told me she had a type 1 son that was four years old. And the phrase that she said that will stick with me for the rest of my life is, I can only show him so many statistics on a computer so many times to try to get him to understand how many others are out there like him. And as soon as she said the sentence, I was like, we're not statistics, we're people. And I want to put a face to these numbers for these kids and these people out there like him. And so we have to remember that we started this so people don't feel alone. And with great power comes great responsibility. But what I'm excited, what this is my point, is that Instagram wasn't this huge thing when I started You're Just My Type. But when I started, I knew that I'd have to get on all these different platforms. So that's when I made the Instagram account. I didn't know I would get this big. Um, I'm so, I don't know if I should say this. Right now, in this moment, I'm so over Instagram. Like, I can't wait for the next platform to be able to, like, keep. It's not Snapchat? <laughs> I'm never, I don't even have Snapchat. No, I just want to like, I just need to remind myself why I started this and what my goal is and what your just my type's mission statement is, is to like create awareness and break down stigmas and educate and to end the feeling of isolation. That's the whole point. Because I get caught up in this whole, I mean, you get a certain amount of followers and you do, you do, there is this sudden realization that when I post something, this many people are going to see it. Like it is a big deal. It's not my personal account where I don't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's an audience now, and what I say will be heard. 
And like what I say, hopefully will be taken seriously. And I do have to be careful with what I say, even if it's my opinion, because now there's a chance that I'm going to make someone mad. And the beauty of this podcast is that I don't feel that barrier because it's you and I sitting across. Because on my account. (laughs) Because it's on your account and my (laughs) fault. Screw (laughs) screw me. No, but you know what I'm saying? This this weird thing, like what? My personal account, I have 2,000 followers. Like I don't, it's not, and they're my friends. Like it's not. And now it's. friends. Wow. Now it's like, okay. I'm impressed. 34,000 people. I don't want to. Offend anyone. And it's not even that. It's just more like I want to make, I want to. The whole point was to help people. And I hate that this simple like passion and idea is like hurting me right now. And I don't really know what to do. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. (sighs) Apparently. Yeah, it is like... You have to sacrifice It's yourself. annoying, and I'm not even... I mean, and the whole point, too, is like... like So I went to photojournalism school, and I got to do all this traveling, and that's what I wanted to incorporate with starting You're Just My Type is being able to travel and meet these type 1 diabetics and meet people that I would never be able to meet before. And right now, I've been... Like, my trips have been on this hiatus, so I'm still posting people from months ago because I had so many from these trips that I'm, like, even losing that passion... Of like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to go to this new city. Now it's more of this like routine where it's like I wake up and I'm like, oh, who's next on the list? Where before it was like this, I met this person and then I'd come home and then they'd think it would take a while to be posted. I'm like, oh, no, you're going up tonight. Like I would be so excited. And it's not like I don't feel that excitement when I'm with these people. But it's when I get home and I upload them and see that there's (laughs) 30 people ahead of them. But you know what? On a very positive note, I actually think I'm coming down to the last remaining, like, people from my trips. And I'll be able to start, and like... And close the account. And then I'm going to shut down. Thank you so much for following <laughs> me. No, but I think I need that, like, want again. Like, want yeah. to go find these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's not there. It's just... I've just been waking up and being like, who's next? And posting... And it's, it's like, I don't ever want this to become a chore. Like, this has started off as a passion, and then I need it to, it's going to stay that way for the rest of my life. But I also need to make sure it stays that way. You know? Yeah. Wow. This was a lot. We've covered a lot. Is this our longest recording? I don't know. Probably. What is the theme? Is there a theme? A curated disease. A curated disease. I, th- I thought that was pretty because, good. Because, you know, on my personal page, I follow all these mom blogs. Like, I-, I nanny. So it's like I'm all about these, like, mom blogs. And there's they're all so curated. And, like, the Fake. same filter. So how do we sa- stop being curated? Well, listen. So I was I was. What with, do people want? Listen, I was with the child I nanny at her swim lessons today. And I was eavesdropping all the, the, these moms next to me. And she was like, oh, yeah, I was going to post a photo of my daughter this morning, but her hair was so crazy. And then this other mom goes, I have an idea. I'm like, so proud of herself. She goes, I have an idea. How about every, what, every Thursday, we just post whatever happens. Like, we don't care what their hair looks like. We post the cries. We post the bad stuff. And she thought she was the queen of the fucking universe for being like, how about one day we tell the truth? <laughs> and she thought she was, like, changing the world oh with God. this idea. You should have seen her face. She was like, we just go one 
one day and we post the cries and the messes and how dirty my house is and the laundry in the back and she, like the smile and all the moms are like oh my god this is revolutionary let's go one day a week and post all the real Should we do that and i just sat there and i'm like are you guys fucking kidding me <laughs> But that's how, I mean, that's how, just how we're bred now. Let's be now. honest, one day let's a week. Let's be honest, choose one day a week. Just and one. Just Two honest. would be too much, but one day. Here's, Can listen, we listen, do one listen, day? listen, Craig, I hear what you're saying. How about 12 hours? How about half a day? Just like, I'm going to try out one my hour, new diabetes One trial. hour of honesty a week. Listen, here's what I'm hour. saying. Like, I know. 30 minutes. Craig, I post my blood sugars on your Just My Type because that's the only account that I have to be able to post those kind of things. I'm not trying to be, I mean, I'm not waiting until they're at a number that I want them to be at and be like perfect yeah. snapshot this is what I'm going to post but this is my question is posting your blood sugar something that's helping no people? I think it's pr- not <laughs> <laughs> no See, probably not that's what I think I think posting your A1C doesn't help people I think posting your blood sugar doesn't help people like people know so what are we supposed to be posting like, and oh, also no. why we, we're not like the bosses of what don't people post anything. no more Instagram well at the beginning of the year, I made a goal to try and post something every day. Like on your story or as a... As a post. That's another thing. If stories Come went around, can you imagine what these profiles would be? We'd no. go back to normal. Be awful. Oh, yeah. Should we just get rid of stories? Yeah. Okay. Get rid of your That's story. That's part of it. Step one. Except I posted a long story of us tonight. Yeah. Unless Look, it's social media me. is addicting. We go on a okay, long rant about episode. social media, which well, we were we kind of talking did. about. Social media <laughs> we is just awful. Did. Social media is the worst. Delete your account. But still follow Find at Beta Cell Podcast and at your Just yeah. Type One. <laughs> Subscribe to this podcast, but delete <laughs> every social on. media. Yeah, but keep your podcast. Okay, so what? Let's wrap it up. You said at the beginning of this year you made a goal to post one thing per day. And then I don't even know if I made it a month. You have I, had a weird year with social media. What I realized is that. <laughs> you get like unfollowed everybody. I wasn't <laughs> going to post something just to post something. And I felt like at first I was like I had all these things to say about exercise and diabetes and this and that. And then I was like I would sit on the train on my way to work. And I would have this post I was going to post that day. And I would just sit there thinking like. What are you going to. I have to write something good. And I wasn't going to just post something that was going to be BS. Like, guys, you have to seize the day. Well, that's the problem. Be your strongest self. It's okay if your blood sugar is bad. You're stronger than that. Hashtag T1D. Hashtag type 1. Hashtag type 1 diabetes. And then. If I wasn't do that, it had to be something really worthwhile. Like that would actually make a difference. And you can't just no, exactly. pull that out of thin air. No, this is you another just- thing about personal accounts because again, mine isn't. Yeah. People with their per- like, you know, so they have the personal accounts and they have the diabetes accounts. I feel like there are a lot of people that are just grasping for straws at diabetes things to post where they're like, oh, I just tested my blood sugar. Let me take a photo and then write a quote about how, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I meant to not finish this that me sentence, the by the way. This is me at the beach. With blood my- sugar is 161. Right. And How's it's like, yours? Yeah. And it's like, you didn't, ha- you didn't have to post that. Well, you're posting it just to get likes. Sure. Right. Instagram has turned into a giant popularity contest, which Circle I guess. Jerk. <laughs> 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 I 
where we're all just trying to make but ourselves hey, feel better. Guess what? By I'm, making everyone else I, feel worse. I am guilty of it too. You're the worst. I'm the worst at it. No, I'm not. But I'm. I mean, yeah. I. It is. What's weird too is that when I post something of somebody else, I still determine my ego off the amount of likes I get and I'm like what are you this isn't even anything yeah, it's your account. I'm like this isn't any account but it's a picture of someone else yeah but yeah. I'm like oh if this doesn't get a likes this reflects on me somehow some people that follow my account doesn't even they don't even know who I am yeah I'm saying that it's your mistress popularity contest and what sucks is that um I'm a part of it too and I think we all just need to be I don't know what we're supposed to do to fix it. I feel like we're all in too deep. I I lo- I would I can't wait for the day where the amount of likes we get on our photos don't determine our self worth. Worth. I mean, you have to think about if what you're. I mean, we all think when we post something that we're helping someone. I guess yeah. I guess but the maybe, point is maybe your that's just us being so self-centered and egotistical that we think that I don't think us posting our blood sugar can in some way make someone feel better okay, about but their sometimes life sometimes it can it can't some <laughs> hey folks craig and post, i are disagreeing right now if you post your blood I sugar think saying sometimes it can't oh my gosh i'm 250 right now no one's gonna look at that and say oh my gosh i feel great because i'm my blood sugar yeah bad too. actually they are no do you want to read some of the messages that yeah. I get? Yeah. Next episode, we're going to read the DMs <laughs> I get about people being so relieved that they can relate to someone's bad blood sugars. I think that is caused by so many people posting good, good blood ones. sugars. Okay, okay. We agree again. <laughs> it's we're solving a problem that we're creating. We're right. creating we're this making, world yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah, yeah. us all showing off how great we are. And then be like, well, wait, I've had a bad diets, number. Our, our zero-carb diets and our 5.6 A1Cs. And then when things don't work out, we show the bad blood sugars. And everyone says, oh, my gosh, I f- go through the same thing, too. We're Fair. just building. We're just building up ourselves and tearing everyone else down. And we just do this in this cycle. And I feel like we just wear each other, we wear ourselves out from it. From riding this high of all these likes. Yeah, like I said, people need to take breaks from social media for a reason. It's becoming a thing. I follow so many people that are recently posting, like, I just need a week without this. Yeah. That's for a reason. If it was all good. People wouldn't, wouldn't need to be not doing it. it. Yeah. You don't take a break from chocolate. <laughs> I did. Chocolate's great. <laughs> Eat it every day. Okay. So in conclusion. Delete your account. Throw your phone in the ocean. Subscribe to our Patreon. Donate. So we can keep doing this. Donate to our Patreon. I don't and know. I just think we all need to be gentle with Don't each other. stack your insulin. Capiche? That's the three things to do.
That's it for this week's episode. Out of Range is a production of Beta Cell and is produced by me and Laura. Craig does all of our recording and editing. Subscribe to Beta Cell wherever you listen to podcasts to get Out of Range downloaded automatically on your phone every week. Love what we do? Support us on Patreon and we'll send you some swag. Visit betacellpodcast.com forward slash supporters for more info. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. And this is Out of Out of Range. range.